Welcome back to Magnificently Black. I am your host, Seven. And, and I'm Jen. Here on the Magnificently Black podcast, we will share our journey through life as we navigate through careers, entrepreneurship, financing, travel, and all things black. Let's talk. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Magnificently Black. I am your host, Courtney. And today we have a special guest, um, Travis Bailey. Uh, We will be talking about branding uh, and why branding is so important. Jen, uh, would you like to introduce our guest today? All right. Good morning, everyone. We have, um, like she said, a special guest, Travis Bailey. He is um, a entrepreneur and a branding um, business owner, and he also is a motivational speaker. I've saw him do some speaking before with high school kids, and also I'll let him go ahead and introduce himself. Well, uh, thank you for the intro. Uh, like they said, my name is Travis Bailey, and uh, uh, my my breadwinning is branding and marketing and um the way i give back is through my motivational speaking um i've been doing this for the branding side for about 11 years i've progressed from just photography to just design to now doing both and kind of being a um go-to for startups rebrandings um organizations churches um and even people, solopreneurs that are breaking away from their full-time jobs. Um, so I've been very fortunate to be to have been doing this for the last six years full-time. Oh, um, and the pandemic put a little bit of a damper on me speaking, but I'm starting to get inquiries now to get back out there and start um, trying to affect change in the community. So that's me in a nutshell. Love it. Perfect. Love it. Perfect. So I'll, I'll start out... Uh with a couple of questions. Again, you said that you started doing this full-time. Right now, I'm actually in the process of thinking about a transition, you know, that's happening at my job, you know, Mm -hmm. not by choice, um, and thinking about uh, possibly focusing on something more in what I want to do longevity-wise, right, with my business. Um, Got my sole proprietor a little bit earlier, might want to build on that. So can you give us a little idea of how you got started and up and running with it and was it successful in the beginning or was it hardships? How was you able to bring in the amount of income you did as a full-time employee with a corporation? Well, um, to be, if I'm, if I'm honest with you, it was a little bit of give and take. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to real briefly, I got into photography at my wedding. Um, My photographer was, tremendous and he was all over the place and we were so impressed and the pictures were great and you know I told my wife I was like you know I I think I can do that like I don't I've never had a camera (laughs) but I I think I can do that and um I got an opportunity to actually shoot somebody's wedding but I didn't have a camera so there was a lady in my church that said hey you know you can borrow my camera it's cool just bring it back on Sunday when you come to church great uh drove to Virginia I didn't get paid for this Uh I did it for free just in case if it was bad they wouldn't be like nice. oh my god you took my money <laughs> yeah. um, did it for free shot the wood and I think I took maybe 3,000 photos um, and wow. I gave them everything and then afterwards um, that's where it kind of took off from there and so that first year I did about 14 weddings in 12 months um, and I, so I was wow. getting booked a lot but I didn't have the money management skills to back up um, 
or to show proof that I was ready for that. So um, eventually I, I stuck with my uh, traditional career, which was education. I was a preschool pre-K teacher. And um, my last job, my boss was noticing my pool of attention um, mm. because I was working nine to five, nine to six, with that one hour break in the middle of the day. I come home from work and I'd be dead until eight o'clock when my kids go to bed. I'd be husband till 1030 until my wife went to bed. And from 1030 on to maybe 2 a.m., I'm doing client projects. I'm working on websites, working on branding sheets, everything. Like I'm doing everything. And I'm getting up at, you know, 7 a.m. to start the whole process again. And what I realized was that I was burning the candle on both ends. So I wasn't making enough um, in my field to truly break away. Um, this, this, this might be a little controversial and I apologize if it is, but I really believe that the education field is built to pay people that have wealthy spouses. Yeah, um, I can, I can definitely to. agree with that. Yeah. 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 I see that a lot more here in Georgia that it is, you have someone that is a teacher and then someone that, like you said, that makes a little bit more and it's like, okay. We come together, you do build a house and then, but then it's like the teacher side, you don't have that time for yourself. You don't have, like right. you were saying, yeah. Right. That And that's that was the kicker for me because, you know, like the traditional school system, I didn't have to do lesson plans and things like that. But because my school or that school was so advanced, we were teaching Japanese. We would, you know, we were doing a lot of different things. And so some of that required you to take some stuff home. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. It, it, just, it just became too much. And I'll never forget, uh, this was in uh, three months before June. So what's that, April? April yeah. of 2016. Um, I had just hung up the phone with a client during nap time because I was trying to put on this facade like I was full time and <laughs> you had to worry, you can call me anytime that <laughs> you need something. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, 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 that night I talked to my wife and I said, I can't keep doing this. Like I can't keep mm-hmm. burning this candle at both ends. And we made the conscious decision that I was going to jump out of the plane and I was going to build a parachute on the way down. Mm-hmm. And so I went to um, my boss and I said, hey, listen, I'm going to give you a three months notice. Um, I can't keep doing this. And it, the most comforting thing happened when I did that. And I know that my boss was different than every other employer out there. But, you know, she said, well, I'm glad you finally did it because we were taking bets on how long it was going to take you to actually quit. Because we yeah. feel that you're coming in here on fumes. They could like, see. I was just, it was bad, y'all. Like, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, he's here, but he's not here. You were like, exactly. you're physically there, but it was yeah. like mentally, let me go talk to my clients. Let me do what I enjoy doing. Exactly. So. Exactly. So um, I never really had the finances in place to actually make the jump. We weren't broke, but we, we, we definitely could have stand it for me to wait a little bit longer but mm-hmm. at the same time if you know that this is for you and this is what you're supposed to be doing you'll make it work you may struggle a little and i don't recommend yeah. it to anybody like you you might want to <laughs> save the money but yeah you know, a mistake for me right now hurts way worse because we have five kids so it's not mm-hmm. like i can just like we can skip a meal and all these kids gotta eat so, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's that's kind of how I got started. Um, and it's not the most advisable path, but it worked for us. That's yeah, good. yeah. I've I've definitely been in that comfort zone and and just jumping out, like you said, 
is mm -hmm. probably my biggest thing. But again, like you said, yours was a choice. Mine might not be a choice. It might be a situation where, you know, in a couple of months, the project trickle, trickles off and I'm going to have to make a decision to go back into the corporate world, world mm -hmm. and do work. Or if I'm going to, like you said, build my parachute on the way down, you know, I already have the baseline for it. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, why not do it? But it seems like, you know, you got a handle on it and you're, you're Definitely. doing well, man. It's, it's very impressive on some of the things I see you doing. And I know you spoke with me about the mentor that you had um, mm -hmm. that was, was great for you as well, you know, when you were doing your website stuff. So um, do you recommend someone going in and reaching out for a, a mentor um, who can guide them through it? I do. And, and I also recommend that that mentor be someone that you can almost fundamentally disagree with. Okay. And here's why I say that. My mentor is a tall white man from Oklahoma that was raised with Republican values. And, oh, okay. um, but, but he loves God and he's mm -hmm. able to separate the two. And so yeah. his relationship to me is invaluable. Um, you know, there, there are times where he will say things to me because at one time I wasn't doing much photography at all. I was on a whole lot of design mm -hmm. and he said something to me. He said, you know, you really can't do both. Okay, I'm gonna show you I can do both. You know, it, <laughs> it fueled me a little bit. Like, no, you, no, I got this. Like, I can do this because I photography is my um, in the world creative expression. But design, mm -hmm. I can sit here and I can you know draw out ideas and I can put things on on paper onto my iPad onto my computer. That's all well and fine. But having somebody that will push you, and maybe that's what I mean when I say fundamentally disagree. But um, somebody that will push you and not allow you to get comfortable in your seat is necessary. Oh, okay. So um, I didn't, I didn't know him. He built a website and I was trying to learn websites and I sent him a message and it was like, um, Hey, what did you use when you did this? Mm -hmm. And that turned into an eight year friendship of him sending Christmas gifts to my kids. Um, you know, like he is, he's a very dope guy. Like his name is Mark Collier and he has transitioned now into um laser designs like he does mm. like the tangible designs He's, he sells yeah. the design to other builders and lets them do whatever for their clients so that's, yeah the guy's amazing that's definitely uh, something i would definitely say someone that's going to push you along that says you can't do it but you know mentally it's just like i can do whatever i can i need to do because I want to be successful. I want to grow. I know that I want to do this for my, as I say, for my family, generational wealth as well. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 All right. So if you could explain what branding is mm -hmm. to someone who might want to pick up that field, how would you uh, <laughs> describe that? I know that's a little, that's a little broad, but uh, yeah, that's okay. Break it down for a start. Um, so for me, branding is the opportunity to create uh, environmental awareness about your company or your cause. Um, okay. And I say it that way because a lot of my clients get really, really, really caught up in the presentation of their logo. Let's start there. Um, but just uh, to challenge you a little bit and to your listeners, what does the McDonald's logo have anything to do with what they sell? Nothing. It's but every time you see it, you know it. 
and it's been yeah, the yeah. same. It has not the changed. Same. It has not changed. Right. They have variations of it where you have the whole word or you have yeah. just the icon, but it's recognizable because they pushed it consistently on their wrappers and their commercials, on their fry containers, on their drinks. It's everywhere. And yeah. I think um, a lot of us get caught up in um, the presentation. Now, it, don't get me wrong. It should be nice. Um, but it doesn't have to communicate all the things that you do at the same time. Um, I, I had someone, and I won't mention their name, someone approached me once with a vision that God gave them for a logo. And when mm -hmm. I tell you it was fire coming out of, of uh, something with wings on the side and a hair. Wow. That's a I'm lot. not I'm wow. not for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you God to tell you that, but that ain't that ain't me. I'm, I'm not that guy. Um <laughs> But it, it's just taking the opportunity to communicate clearly what the goals of your brand are. And you do that in several different ways. Um, but the main goal is to create consistency between consistency and trust between mm -hmm. you, the, the, the service provider and your uh, customers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's the, well, that's a perfect, perfect description. <laughs> I think and it, it has let me know, you know, I've had struggles with logos as well with people, mm -hmm. you know, telling me, let me find out what, what I want for my logo, you know? And I said, well, it needs to just be something simple. simple. Uh, you know, you're going to bring out the rest later, you, you know, right. in your mm -hmm. website, you don't have to put it all in your logo. So uh, yeah, I, I understand exactly what you're coming from. I know you do. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. And look, I still, I still need some, some help with it. You know, I'm struggling, yeah. you know, I'm right now I'm juggling how to select my clients. For instance, I, I will start working on a project with mm -hmm. someone and then they're all in it. Then they kind of back away. Now, mind you, I'm not charging the money. Most website designers are charging. They're charging big dollars for these things. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I had a client say, well, let's wait until October. I'm getting married, you know, uh, in a couple of months. Let's wait until I'll come back in October. Never came back in October. And then mm. I just got an email probably last week about I have my logo now. We're ready to work. Right. Just more. So, yes. And then, so my question is, so, <laughs> I'll be like, no, you're wasting my time. Yeah. Time is yeah. money. Uh, those are the kind of clients that I'm picking up. So if I do decide that, you know, right now, if my, my full-time project goes away and I want to try to use that time in between to do this kind of work, mm -hmm. I need to get better at gauging these clients and not spending too much time on the ones that are backing away and mm. uh, indecisive on what they want to do. Right. And I don't now know how to get to that point. And maybe you could tell our audience how they could get to oh. that point in weeding clients out and saying, okay, I'm not going to go for this kind of thing anymore. I'm going to have to start doing it this way. On my company website, I have a list of um, um, characteristics that I'm looking for in my ideal customer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if one of them is, if you needed it done yesterday, I'm not your guy. Um, mm -hmm. you know, just, just the, some of the industry speak that we hear all the time from people that, um, are mismanaging their opportunity to start a business or, or rebrand their business. Um, mm -hmm. but what I've had to adopt is that your emergency is not my emergency. Yeah. Um, okay. I have people that pay me, 
um, a good amount to prioritize their projects. Mm -hmm. um, but also in my contracts, you know, and, and that's the part that weeds people out. Um, putting that stuff in your contracts and then in your questionnaires, like I have a fee for you not responding to me for two weeks. Um, mm. If you're not going to respond to me in two weeks and I'm, I'm prioritizing your project, not only are you going to pay to get my attention again, but you're also going to have to get in line with the rest of these other parties I have going on. Um, mm -hmm. And that's not to slight anybody, but it's like you, you can't have an expectation of me to finish by a certain time if you're not able to give me what I need. Um, yeah. One of the things I used to run into often was people that didn't know what they wanted in the logo, but they would know it when they saw it. I, I, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, that, that would be a whole lot of backwards and forwards yeah. for real. And that's what I did with this client. And it just, and then again, like you said, it's March and now mm -hmm. she's reaching out and I haven't responded yet. I'm not sure. Maybe I should be, Again, this is me being naive to this whole business thing, but I have got to get to that point. Yeah. If I plan on doing this when my full-time project ends, right? I'm going to have to learn how to weed these people out. I'm going to have to get mm -hmm. these contracts in place, which I'm probably going to need a little help on. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to my upcoming mentor. Um, and then, you know, it will be in order for when these kind of situations happen. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I'm not going to spend time on this. I don't have that kind of time. If you're in an mm -hmm. emergency, you're, I'm not your person. I need to start doing that. And I think mm -hmm. that's good information for others out there who want to do this. Cause I know that that's a fear that people have for me, not marketing myself mm -hmm. uh, enough, um, charging enough because I feel like I'm not good enough. Right. Yeah. And so I'm I'm charging like three hundred, four hundred dollars for a website. No, so yeah. look, let me, so, let me hire you right quick. <laughs> that's what I was yeah, getting, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was getting ready to say like you got no, to I have to when I you stop it on your website. You should create a questionnaire that has ten questions. All you need, not even mm -hmm. ten. You should you could do like five, and in those yeah. five questions, first two questions, your time frame. Not the client, like the client's time frame and your time frame. Yeah. So they can understand, like, hey, you're working on my time. And then explain the thing, like what you're saying is if you need it done in the next three months, I'm not your person. But also for me to for us to be in, I feel like some of the places and spaces as we are that we are in as women, we're not given the chance to be like, I'm worth it. You have to know you yeah. worth it and be like, hey, we want to contact you, contact me. That's a $25 charge. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Just to hold my time. Yeah. Cause that's a consolation fee. Just like we go yeah. get our, we go get our hair done here. They charge me $30 for a consultation just to yeah. see and touch and lift my locks up. Because and time yeah. is valuable. Yeah. So you have to yeah. know your time is valuable friends and family that like, they have to understand that too. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I told her, I mean, I, I, I haven't responded yet. But again, I should have charged a fee for them leaving and not doing mm -hmm. the project because mind you, I had presented design to them when they backed away. So I spent oh, a whole lot of time. Now, mind you, th my business is like second to my full time. So I'm coming home working after work and really not getting paid for it. So I'm thinking to myself, now they're coming back because they know that they probably went somewhere else and priced you know, designs for website or tried to do it themselves, realized they couldn't do it or someone else is higher. So now they're coming back to me, you know, because I'm cheaper, I guess. 
So you know me. I know. He like no, not at all. Give it to give it to me real. I mean, <laughs> I don't want you or anybody to be the fallback option. Um, right. I think you when you presented what you presented in the beginning, this is what I have to offer you. Now, if you want to get back on my calendar, here's what you need mm -hmm. to pay today. Um, okay. Because there's nothing more that I make somebody commit to something about until putting their money on it. And if it's you really right. want me back in your corner and working, working on this site for you, you got to pay me for it. And that's fair to right. ask. Um, mm -hmm. Because you have other projects and whether that's true or not, you got other life issues going on, but yeah, you, you have projects going on. And if you need me to prioritize a project that you walked away from willingly, you got to put some money up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. at the same time, you made a very brilliant point about women getting the respect that they deserve. And there was a time where I used to do $50 logos and, and $300 websites. And I had lots of clients. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when I went up to where I'm at now, this is a higher number. Um, you know, I didn't have as many clients, but I'm, I can manage my day now. I can manage yep. my projects now because one 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 branding client a month will take care of my household bills completely and yep. still have left over. So hmm. I'm talking about mortgage, cars, light bill, everything. Um, yeah. And that's one one project a month. I don't have to worry about focusing on a whole bunch of randoms, none of that. Um, I have a real estate client that is doing very well. Um, you know, every other day I'm sending her an a image where she sold a new house or a new house is on the contract. And the great uh -huh. thing about it is as she goes up, I go up because everyone mm -hmm. is noticing the work I'm doing for her. She's really making yeah. a mark for herself in the community. Um, in her alumni association, in the community, everywhere. And everywhere she goes, my work goes with her, my photos, my design, and but she's paying me for it. And it's enough yeah. for me to say, hey, man, I can't take that project, <laughs> you know, to somebody yeah. else. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you're gonna have to put your foot down and maybe it means for a month that no one calls or no one um, reaches out and that's okay. Um, yeah. But, but putting uh, a feasible people have to pay you to put your full-time job down yeah yep yeah right definitely right. So. that's exactly right ah, that's the struggle <laughs> <You'll get> um, <laughs> like you, you, you I, get tired of these 300 websites well you you're gonna get there i mean seriously i already am i'm like this is taking a whole lot yeah. of time and then you know people are hitting me back oh i want this correction oh no let's change this and it, it it becomes time consuming uh, yeah. doing this thing. So 300 is not near enough. Look, so I, I'm, I'm starting to regroup and and work on my forms and mm -hmm. my contracts. I really need to dig into that now that I know my full time project is, is stopping. I'm gonna have to put some extra time in, you know, working on getting my templates and stuff together and charges. It's an ongoing thing. Even, yeah. even when you get to to where you think is success, it's a still an ongoing thing. I still learn new things yeah. every day about yeah. clients that I probably shouldn't have put in the position that I put them in. Yeah. Um, like, mm -hmm. Look, like Jennifer helped me build my website. Like we sat down, she showed me how to do it and I'm still learning and I am very grateful for that. And I'm just yeah. like, Jennifer, you charge how much to do this? 
I'm like, yeah, it, it is uh, like she said, it is a ongoing thing. When you build your website, you have to make sure you keep doing updates. You're doing keeping your clients and uh, whoever your audience interested in your website. So when mm-hmm. she says $300, y'all need to be paying her more way, <laughs> way more yeah. than that. Well, well I, you should be I charging I... people monthly too. Yeah. For either yeah. monthly or an hourly rate to be going back and doing all these updates because the website build is one thing. The maintenance mm-hmm. is a whole entire different thing. Like with, right. with my clients, I would eat, I make a video and I put it on a private YouTube channel and I say, this is how you do everything on your site. Now, if you need okay. anything outside of that, I'm, I'm, you're going to have to pay me $75 an hour and the minimum is two hours. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to have to be worth my time. And I don't mean to say this like it's like, like I'm just... I got it all together, but you're gonna have to make it worth my time for me to start yeah. what I'm doing. To to yeah, you know, because I'm enjoying this freedom, especially if yeah. you have other projects that are on your schedule that you know, hey, this is going to do this for me. This one is just we're doing maintenance that mm-hmm. yeah. I've showed you. I've given you the keys to build your own mm-hmm. empire, your own website. So yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. People, people, people put value on how much things cost um we have seen the most basic of air force ones cost uh three four hundred dollars right yeah but (laughs) people value that because they put a lot into it when people don't have to put a whole lot into their website that's why they present you with this mismanaged project they didn't give you all the content ahead of time um Mm. you know their logo wasn't all the way done uh and, and and instead of going in phases of change like this is this is change one it's a change too. You find yourself going and doing all these micromanageable changes all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you're like by the by the third one, you like listen. I'm not answering. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly it. Yeah. That that was me a couple of months ago. And mm-hmm. you know, we would go through changes, and I said, then finally I got to the mm-hmm. point. I was like, okay, I'm gonna send you a contract that says this last change that we're doing is gonna be the last change, or it's gonna be a charge for the next few things, and then. Let me tell you, the changes stopped. Yeah. <laughs> because they knew they were, <laughs> no were going to have to pay. I didn't hear anything else after that last change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have to start being stern with it. And again, if I'm going to try to, you know, do this just in case, you know, I need that income. And like you said, jumping out that plane, sometimes you have to do that. I need to start getting stern with it. So I'm, I'm on my way to doing that. I don't know if I'm going to reach back out to this client. Maybe I will, but I need to get some some documents together beforehand. And if, it, if, before you, I can if do you are typically a nice person like me, blame it on yep. the contract. Hey, this is what the contract says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. shift the blame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I, I hate feeling like, hey, oh, oh, no. And then what you could do for the contract, like uh, you can also use, read other people's contracts take what you want yeah. out and do it like that. So it's a lot easier on you, you know, I, you mm-hmm. I love it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I need, I need to get that uh, because <laughs> I need something. Yeah. Cause if I do consider taking this, this project back, which I may, but again, I have to uh, get stern or it's mm-hmm. not going to work. I see it going downhill again. And it being another six or seven months, they pull away in six or seven months. And again, they're going to find that the price is going to change too. It's not going to be as cheap as it was before. Yeah, right. (laughs) Today's price is today's price. (laughs) Yesterday's price is not today's price. Okay. Right. So 
-hmm. So first three steps to take for professional branding, what would you say those three steps would be? Um, step one would be to know your why. Um, it's not enough to want to make money. It's not enough to just want to be successful. What is your why? Um, I have taken on so many passion projects from people um, and it ended up being so rewarding to me outside of the financial. Um, it's just been rewarding. Um, number two is to know your audience. Um, know who you're selling to. And now when people say that and it's like, yeah, I'm especially... Gosh, I feel like I'm harping on this, but especially in the church community, we say, oh, you know, I'm, anybody that goes to church, that, no, 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 because babies go to church, adults go to church, teenagers go to church, like there has to be some distinction in there. Um, maybe, maybe your ministry is focused on women that are overcoming abusive relationships. Like, do you need mm -hmm. to be detailed in what you're offering? Because okay. it helps in your marketing on the on the back end, it helps you speak to your customer in a way that connects with them. Um, yeah. The reason why <laughs> the reason why all our data gets thrown around by these social media sites is because they know that it's important to market to our likes, our mm -hmm. interests, you know, the things that that we want. Because um, I am in love with tech gadgets right now. I, I just bought a drone. I bought me a, a, a robot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I'm just like <laughs> every other ad on social media is here's a new drone. No, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> with the cameras. Yeah, yeah. I flew it the other day, and I was just like, oh my god, this I can't believe I waited on this. Like, I'm so ready to get my real estate client now and do like a, a video for her one of her listings. Yeah. Anyway, what's that? That's it. Too. Um, no, uh, know your audience. Um, and three, I say be be open to your designer's interpretation of your thoughts um and, and the reason why i said it is because it's not to say that the designer is the quote-unquote superior expert um but we do a lot of research um into different fields and it's 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 important that we try to create something that will resonate with your audience. And so okay. um, like I tell you, just one of my processes when I'm doing when I'm doing logo design, I'll I have a questionnaire that's pretty detailed. And most of my designer um, friends, they will just give the client what they want and that's fine. What I do is I give them exactly what they ask for and I give them what I think they should have. Mm, and okay. they let I let them choose. Like, you know, are we A or are we B? And more often than not, they tend to slide over to where I am. Um, and that way, it also kind of empowers them not to feel like, you know, I made them choose something that they didn't ask for. Um, mm -hmm. But just, you know, the research that that's involved with making the connection between branding and the customer is important. So um, find you a designer or a firm that you can trust that really has your best interest at heart that will create something that will give you that connection that you're looking for. Love okay. that. I love those Perfect. three things. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, so about branding. So I'm actually <laughs> looking into getting an LLC. Um, mm -hmm. 
And I do want to start branding more, uh, branding more for the podcast so that we can have that out on the forefront and we can, Jennifer can also put that on her website and that could be something that maybe brings in clients as well. So having a podcast, what do you think are some of the tips or two tips that you would give me for uh, a podcast branding? Is that different or... It's not different. And I'm about to like really be honest with you because I have a podcast. Um, yeah. And I've been paying on it for two years now for the hosting. And, okay. you know, when it, my last episode came out the day before the pandemic started. So, oh. like, I have not been back to it since. And that's why it's got this fancy microphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a podcast is a brilliant way, especially video, it's a brilliant way to create several different types of content off of one basic sit-down recorder. Um, you have your, you can cut pieces for your Instagram stories. You can, um, you know, take your highlights and you can post those on Facebook, on, on TikTok, whatever. Um, there, there's so many different ways to reassemble the content and push it out on other platforms. Um, you got, you know, your same, uh, uh, cuts that you made for TikTok and all those, you put those on YouTube Shorts. Um, you know, there's, it's, it's so many ways to make people aware of what you're doing through a podcast. And the biggest of them, obviously, is getting picked up or or getting your content placed on. Um, mine is on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Spotify, and um, Android, whatever Android's platform is. Um, so those are the main four that mine are on. And then what I learned is that after a while, after you get a certain amount of views, other companies will start taking your RSS feed and they'll start putting Mm. it on their website. And so you'll start getting even more listeners than you even plan for because it's on one of the bigger platforms. Um, I get an email every week from my uh, podcast host about how my viewership is going. And I, I still get those and I haven't uploaded an episode in two years. Oh um, wow! Are still going right? up on three episodes. So, oh my! You know, it's just it's it's just um, making people aware that it's a, it's a thing, um, mm-hmm. connecting with their audience and, and letting them know uh, why they should be listening, um, and making sure that the audio is clean, the video is clean. Um, you know, those type of things are because I, I will tell you this: audio is more important than video. If you got a crazy video and you can hear it well, you'll still watch it. If you can't hear nothing and the picture is clean, you yeah, go on to the next one. Done. Yeah, that's what for sure. I've done through. that before. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we've had a lot of requests for people to say, um, we actually when we first started the podcast, we were thinking, should we do video or just audio or both? So we're like, we should try. We're gonna do both, but we release the audio. The audio right. yeah. is where we're mm-hmm. at. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I would like to thank you for joining us today on our podcast. Yes. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And <laughs> if you have the time, um, we would like y'all to go listen to this podcast, join, maybe um, go to his website for branding. We'll put all of that information uh, on the podcast feed, as yep. well as on our website. We would like to thank you. Would you like to leave any encouraging words for the um guests um your dreams your goals your passions are all important and 
just because you can't see a way to make them connect to your future today doesn't mean that you should give up on them. Um, we all have gifts. We all have, we all have callings. We all have things that we're good at. And you would do a disservice to yourself to allow your life to be one that is made for just paying bills and dying. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I would like to thank you for joining us on Magnificently Black. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. We hope that today's episode inspires you to continue to be the best version of yourself and remind yourself that you are magnificently black. Everything black is beautiful.